back to a brand new episode of Virtual Coffee. My name is Alexa Collier, and on this podcast, I chat with small business owners. We discuss their journeys, perspectives, pieces of advice, and at times I'll also do solo episodes where I share what's been on my mind and share accelerators for you. Now with me today is Regina, the founder and owner of Sorcery Candle Company. Regina began making candles when she couldn't find that perfect candle at the various stores she was going to and on this episode we discuss her journey to launching her company how she juggles her corporate job with running her business and her advice for others wanting to launch their business or who are currently running their own business now before we dive into Regina's story I'd really appreciate if you could rate and review Virtual Coffee. You can do this on the Apple Podcasts app. Just go to the show, scroll down to the bottom, hit that star rating. You can also do it on Spotify now. So if you open your Spotify app, go to the Virtual Coffee podcast. You can add a star rating there as well. You can also follow us along on social media, Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, all the socials. It's all at Virtual Coffee Podcast. I really appreciate you listening. Thank you for tuning in and supporting this podcast. I hope you all have a wonderful holiday season. And now let's hear from Regina. Welcome, Regina. Thank you so much for being on Virtual Coffee. Thank you so much for having me. Yeah, I am looking forward to chatting with you. First off, thank you so much for sending a candle my way. Uh, It smells amazing, and I'm definitely going to be posting a video of that along, you know, when we publish this episode. But first, just wanted to say thank you so much. Oh, you're welcome. I'm so glad that you like it. Yes, it is amazing. So let's dive into the candles. First, just introduce yourself to our audience. Introduce your business, Sorcery Candle Companies. Introduce it a little bit. Just get us started here. Sure. So my name is Regina. I am the owner and operator of Sorcery Candle Co. And our mission, basically the the whole reason behind my starting this company is that I have been, I guess you could say a candle connoisseur Mm -hmm. forever. And wherever I go in my travels prior to starting this business, and even now, I make it a point to go into a local candle shop because you can always find one in like any little town that you go in. There always is one. So in my travels, going through all of this, you would find, I would find beautiful candles that were handmade. And they would smell amazing. The cold throw, meaning that when the the cold throw is basically when you pick up a candle from the shelf and you smell it and you get that, that fragrance and you just like, wow, this is great. This is something that I want to burn in my home. And I would get them home and light it. And I would be like, where's the scent, you know? And I mean, obviously you want to smell it on the shelf because you want to know what scent you're purchasing, but you also want to come home and have that scent enveloping your home and being able to walk into a room and be like, oh, there it is. And time and time again, I was disappointed. So I was like, there's got to be a way. There's got to be a way to have an amazing cold throw and an amazing hot throw, meaning when you actually light the candle. That's that scent that's, you know, envelop, enveloping the room. So I was on a quest at that point. 
I did a bunch of research. Candle making is, is no joke. I mean, you do a lot of testing. Number one, you want it to be safe product when people are burning the product in their homes. You want to have, or for me, what was important was you want to have a product that's going to be safe for people, people that have pets, yep. children, et cetera. You don't want to be using, you know, waxes or fragrance oils that are toxic to people, pets, and even the planet. So in saying that, I took about, it was about a year and a half of testing and sourcing products that did just that. And I finally was able to kind of balance that perfect cold throw when you smell it off of the shelf. And also when you come in, like people always say to me, oh my God, for a natural candle, I can smell this throughout my whole house. Mm -hmm. So that was like a really big, big thing for me. And I managed to accomplish it, which was a great feat. Yeah, that's awesome. I love businesses that start from the owner experiencing a problem or a challenge themselves and being like, you know what, I'm going to fix this myself. And then they do it. Congratulations on that. That is takes a lot of motivation and, and is very inspiring. A lot of pieces in your journey that I want to dive into. Is this now your full-time job? Did you have a job before this and transitioned into this? Were you doing something else? How did the business part of it in terms of um, your professional career weave into your candle company? Sure. So right now, this is a secondary job for me. I still have my full-time job. I'm actually a paralegal. And, you know, it's it's a lot. I have two Mm -hmm. full-time jobs. But the second job, like my my personal job, like my my nine to five as a paralegal ends at five o'clock. I come home and then I start my business. And throughout the day, like for many business owners that are still working their full time jobs, your business is always on your mind. It's always <laughs> in the forefront of your mind. So I'm constantly you know, when I get a little bit of a break at work, I'm I'm kind of strategizing as to what I'm going to be doing next. And you kind of find a balance there. But yes, I'm still working my full-time job at this point. I do hope to, in the future, want, you know, I want to leave that position mm-hmm. and make this my full-time thing because it's really, it's a passion of mine. No, that's an incredible goal. And I have no doubt you'll get there. I mean, so many... So many people who I interview on this podcast have that same goal or were able to accomplish that. So it's definitely, definitely possible. But I can't imagine that, you know, what you're saying, that balance right now has to be tough at times. Do you have any advice or even just a perspective to share on that? I know you mentioned you kind of find points throughout your day, right? It's not perhaps a clear nine to five. I do this one thing and then the rest of the time I do just this one thing. Um, But any other thoughts on that topic or pieces of advice for others who might be struggling with that balance? Yeah, absolutely. Throughout this journey, I've kind of found that sometimes you need a little bit of a break. You know, you need a little bit of of me time because you you tend to lose yourself. I mean, I have a husband. I have three dogs. Mm -hmm. I have, you know, a house to take care of. Plus, I have sorcery and my, my corporate job. So you kind of have to say, all right, listen, I need to take a little bit of a break and that's okay. 
you know, a lot of people initially at the beginning of this, I was like, I cannot take any breaks. I have Mm -hmm. to focus this because this is my ultimate goal here. But that's where you get burnt out. Mm -hmm. And I didn't want to do that to myself. I didn't want to bring that stress upon my family. I didn't want to do it. And I I was doing it at first. And when I realized that I was like, okay, it's okay sometimes to take a Saturday afternoon and go do something fun. You know, you have to have that balance in there because your business is still going to be there. You're not neglecting it, you know, just because you're not, it's not at the forefront of your focus for five hours, nothing is going to happen. And I, that's something that I've, I've struggled with for sure, but I kind of came to the realization that your quality of life begins to suffer. Mm-hmm. So you got to find that, that nice balance where you can do it. It's very possible to do. You just have to find that within you because I'm very, I can be very type A sometimes <laughs> where I'm like, okay, this is very regimented and this and this and this is what I have to do. But you got to kind of take a step back at some point and say, okay, yeah. I have to have my life as well. So mm-hmm. I'm chuckling because I am a type as well. Like totally, <laughs> you know, Enneagram one, like perfectionist over here. Um, so I can, <laughs> I can relate, but yes, to your point, I always try to tell myself, you know, even this weekend I started thinking about the things I need to get done for my corporate job next week. You know, we're wrapping up Q4, heading out on holiday PTO. I'm like, whoa, Mm -hmm. whoa, whoa, just just stop. You know, work will literally always be there, whether you're running your own business or working for someone else. And if you don't take that break, to your point, you get burnt out. And then me jumping into Monday is going to be 10 times worse than if I just took the time to relax, right? So Absolutely. Yeah, I completely agree. And I do think that is sometimes hard to remind yourself of, right? When you're in the in the moment and society's telling you to hustle, hustle, hustle and get it done. For sure. Yeah. It's a work in progress. Sure. It always (laughs) is. I still have my moments. (laughs) Definitely, definitely. That's why when I even, you know, ask that question around advice around balance, it's balance just isn't even the right word. There will never be a true balance. It's more just going moment to moment and figuring it out. (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. (laughs) Well, I want to jump back to the candles themselves. So if an audience member were to go to your website or your shop, what would they see? You know, I know you have a ton of candles, so we definitely don't need to get into every one, but just in general, like what types of candles do you sell? Maybe some examples of the scents. Sure. So I have a bunch of different collections right now, just to give you an example, we have the winter solstice collection, which are holiday-esque fragrances. So you can find fragrances like balsam fir. We have twisted peppermint. So they're, they're really beautiful cranberry macaron fragrances. They're really, really beautiful. I'm actually very proud of this line. Yeah. It seems like every time I push out a collection, I feel like they get better and better and better, in my opinion. And mm-hmm. and people love them as well. You know, I just, I'm finding that it's really, really great that I'm, I'm able to source new fragrances, toxic-free fragrances that are really complex And just beautiful in general. Like they're really, really great fragrances 
We also have a collection called the Intention Collection. And the Intention Collection focuses on a big thing that's important to me. I use them for meditation. So you'll oh, you'll cool. you'll kind of get sense that evoke relaxation. We have a Palo Santo, we have a white sage, we have a satsuma that is very like clean and bright and uplifting. So you'll find fragrances like that in that collection. They're also infused with crystals, which are a big part of my life as well. And they just, they're great for meditation. Like I said, they're great for relaxation because for me, candles have always been a big part of my life. And they've always like, when I come home from a stressful day, I'll light a candle and it just sets the tone for relaxation for me. And throughout the, you know, the pandemic, everybody was incredibly stressed out. We didn't know what was going on. It, it was a fearful time, you know, invoking anxieties in, in all of us. And I found that like when I would just kind of like dim the lights, light a candle and just be there in the present moment that they were such a big help for, you know, mental wellness. You know, and it's self-care and it's important for me and for everyone to take care of yourself. So that collection, I love. They're all container candles, so they're in a vessel. We have a lot now. I mean, every season I try to, you know, when spring is coming around, we'll do the spring equinox, we'll do summer scents. And, it, you know, it's so it's all throughout the year, there are mm -hmm. different collections being released. Excellent. I love the collection idea that's neat where you group you know those types of scents together and that intention one is a great idea I'm totally on board with that I that's a good idea I like that a lot <laughs> thank you thank yeah you. and what's the creativity process like so basically I kind of take what I'm going through in <laughs> my own life and I say okay I'm feeling a little bit just to give an example I'm, I'm feeling a little stressed out what can I do to, you know, alleviate that stress? And I know that other people are going through it. Like people have stressful, busy lives. Mm -hmm. Sometimes, you know, you just want to go into the bathroom, take a bath, light a candle, take a bath and just relax. And like, even if you're there for like 20 minutes, you come back out and you're like, okay, you know, I could deal. Yep. So I kind of take what's going on in my own life and things that I want to provide to other people out there. Like I, they, they say candle makers are light workers and it's absolutely true. Like I don't make candles if I'm angry or if I'm sad or upset in any way, because I believe in the transference of energies and I don't want to give that to somebody else. Mm -hmm. So I, I go into it and it's almost very, therapeutic for me. I'll go in and I'll go into the studio and I'll say, all right, these are the fragrances that I want to invoke into these candles right now. Yeah. This is what I'm feeling right now. So I kind of like do it by, I don't want to say mood, but kind of, mm -hmm. you know, if I am wanting to provide people with like a place of solace where they could kind of just relax and meditate, I'll do like lavender I'll do calming scents. I'll do even like the Satsuma from the Intention Candle. It's like an invigorating, bright scent, like a mood lifting scent. 
you know, I'll do something like that. Or like the holiday collection, the winter solstice. I want to invoke those feelings of like memories from your past holidays that were great for you. And scent is a very powerful, powerful thing. You know, if you walk into a place, I know what happens with me and, and you smell something, let's like just say a hotel, a lot of them like kind of pump aromatherapy through. Mm-hmm. Yep. And you walk in and you're like, oh, this is like the best scent ever. And you're on vacation for a week. And then you smell that scent again somewhere else. It takes you back there. Right. Which I think is a great, great thing. So that's what I kind of try to do with my collections. I want to bring back that joy, that happiness for people. Right. Bringing it back to probably what is, what is your company's, you know, mission, right? To bring that, those smells to people. And like you're saying, bring them, bring them to a place, bring them to a memory and, it, it doesn't sound like this creative process in making the candles. Of course, it's work, but you're able to connect it to something yes. deeper, right? You're not just, all right, time to think of a new scent. What's it going to be? Like, you're able to bring it to a different place, like to to something that brings you happiness. And I think that's that is what work is all about. That's what finding your passion is all about. And I'm I'm very happy you're able to find that for yourself. Yeah, it's great. I mean going into this all started for me in about 2018 is when I started kind of saying, all right, this is something I want to look into. This is, I know I could do this. Mm -hmm. I want to do this. And I started the research and really when 2020 rolled around and the world was shut down, it kind of gave me that opportunity to really throw myself into it and say, I'm going to do this for people. I'm going to do it for myself. But I'm going to do it for other people, too. I love I love it. I love when people like clients will email me and say, oh, my God, this is amazing. I love this fragrance. You know, I've had clients that I've met at markets because we do markets as well, mm-hmm. which is great. I love doing the markets because I can actually come face to face with people, consult with them as to what their their favorite fragrances are. And kind of guide them towards what I think that they would enjoy. And when people later on email me, you know, the same day I'll get home from the market and I'll have emails like, oh my God, I'm burning this right now. It's amazing. (laughs) Thank you so much. It's such a great feeling for me. Like that's the reason, you know, like people say, I want to start a small business or any business because I want to make that money for myself. And yes, that's great. But for me, Bringing that kind of feeling out of people is really what it's about. That's what makes me feel good. That's very inspiring because, again, you tie it back to some deeper mission and not just to sell a product or make a profit. It's something deeper for you. And I think that shows in your product and in your post and in what you're doing. Oh, thank you. Yeah. No, that's wonderful. Um, One logistical question I always make sure I ask is, where are you able to ship your products? So right now we ship across the United States. Awesome. Excellent. On Long Island, New York, we ship anywhere in the United States. I haven't gone international yet. That's a future goal of mine. But right now we're shipping all over the U.S. So Excellent. Congrats on that. I know that's not uh, not easy to figure out all the time in the shipping. No, no. Yeah, no. And with the, you know, with the postal service and the, every, all of the changes that are going on, it's, 
it's been a challenge, but you figure it out and Mm -hmm. you get it to the person. Yeah, no, definitely. And let's continue on that train of thought. Any other challenges you've experienced when launching or running your business? Any moments that stand out that you think sharing it could help other small business owners or others who might be nervous to start? I'm always fascinated by that. Those first few steps when you have the idea and are saying, okay, now I want to make this a business. How do you even start that? That's always mind boggling to me, but you can take it wherever, wherever you want, whether it's at that beginning stage in the middle or something more current. Sure. I mean, initially it's terrifying. Mm -hmm. I have to be honest with you, you know, and that's the challenge that you face. It's, you know, as an artist, as anyone starting a business, something that especially handmade businesses, because this is something that someone is making from their heart and their soul. And they're pouring that into this product that they're selling. It's very scary because you don't know how people are going to react to it. You always have that underlying fear of like, oh my God, should I do this? That's the fear and that's the challenge. And as soon as you can get past that and say, listen, I know I'm putting out a good product. People are going to love this. I'm putting that out into the universe. That's that step. And that's the greatest accomplishment. It's just having the courage to just go forth and do it. You know, the rest comes after you get over that initial, oh my God, I'm terrified that people are going to not accept this product. They're going to not going to like it. Mm -hmm. Once you get over that step and you get it out into the first couple of people's hands, and you get a really positive reaction, that gives you courage to push boundaries even and do different types of products, you know, within your your collections or whatever it happens to be that you're selling. It's that first initial step, which is the scariest. And once you get past it, you're golden. Yeah, getting past that initial stages, fear, like whatever those emotions are and just going for it. I can relate to that. I mean, even starting this podcast, right? Some people ask me, oh, how do you start a podcast? It seems so hard. And now I say, well, it's don't let the fear stop you, you know, just record something on your phone and upload it, right? It's pretty simple all in all. But I remember it took me a little bit to start it, right? To get over that initial fear. Is anyone going to listen? What am I going to do? So yeah, even, yeah, I can totally relate. Absolutely. Absolutely. But the, the whole thing is, is that you have to kind of push through your own reservations and mm-hmm. fears because typically mm-hmm. people don't see, you know, they don't see that within you. And they're like, well, you're crazy. Like you're amazing at what you do. You know, you're amazing at your podcast. You're amazing at whatever business you do, but it's the internal fear. Yeah, It's kind of getting over that internal voice. Yeah, that's very true actually. Yeah. No matter how many people are saying, just do it, or it's a great idea. You need to believe in yourself in order to take that first step. Absolutely. I totally agree. And looking to the future now, I know you mentioned you're hoping to eventually take Sorcery Candle, you know, potentially full time. Any other future goals or milestones that you want to share, either for yourself personally or for the business? Anything top of mind that that you just like to chat about? Sure. I mean, the ultimate goal for me, I would say, is to have a brick and mortar. Okay. Right now, that's something that I'm working towards. In the climate we have right now, as far as like 
the economy is kind of a little shaky and this and that. I'm kind of holding back on that. We're still doing the markets. We still are running our e-commerce business and that's great, but I would love to eventually move into a brick and mortar and go forward from there. I also would like to maybe introduce some pillar type candles into our repertoire. Mm-hmm. Um, right now we're in the process of kind of sourcing materials that are going to be within the same standards that we use now as far as waxes and you know fragrance oils. It's mainly the waxes. Pillar candles need more of a little bit of a stable wax, meaning that the coconut apricot wax that we use right now is a very soft wax. And those are great for, for container candles. But for pillars, it's a little bit more tricky. You don't want, you know, a melting pillar, like the whole thing coming down. So right now we're in the process of trying to source something natural for our pillar candles and um, possibly even in the future, adding some kind of maybe bath and body products. Right now we're, oh, our fun. main focus is candle, but yeah, maybe we we might do it. So I think that would be kind of a great addition to you know, our lines and we can have body lotions of the same scent of your favorite candle. So all these things are in the works. (laughs) Yeah. Nice. No, very, very fun. I I love those ideas. And is it just you right now working on the business? It is. It is just me. Um, My husband does help. He's Mm -hmm. like when he can basically in the sense that like he doesn't help in any kind of like the creation of it, but like when we're doing markets, like he's there, like bringing all of our stuff. It's a lot of work. And I know for other small businesses that do farmers markets, they know, right. It's like, you're <laughs> bringing your whole life with you. <laughs> so yeah. it's a lot. And in that sense, he's a great, great help. But as far as even with logo design and, and graphic design of our labels, that's, that's all me. I'm really proud of it. I'm really, yeah. really proud of it. That's awesome. What was the hardest thing to learn or research in terms of, you know, is it figuring out finances, uploading the Etsy store, doing the logo? Like in terms of those aspects, what was the most challenging or or hardest to learn for you? So I would say throughout the whole process, it's testing. It's it was the testing of Wix because essentially I'm not going to get into too, too much of a detail here, but when you're making candles, it's very, it's, it's like chemistry. You have a certain amount of wax, you have a certain amount of fragrance oil, and then the wicks come in. And I'm sure if you speak to other candle makers, they would say the same. It's, it's a lot of, lot of testing. You just want to make sure that you're, you're putting out your best product that you can and that people are going to be able to say, okay, you know, I'll take a chance on a handmade product versus (laughs) a big box product. So you want to have that standard there for sure. That's interesting. I was not expecting that answer. But now that I'm thinking about it, any product someone's making, like you said, you want to make sure it's the best. So you, yeah, you do have to test it. And that requires iterations, making the product end to end and then testing it yourself. And for candles, I mean, it's, burning it right and that takes time in yeah. and of itself so yeah that's interesting I never really thought about that yeah absolutely I didn't realize that until I started making candles sure, yeah I was like oh wow this is you know because at every stage that a candle burns if you burn it for two hours blow it out come back later it burns differently 
Yeah. So it's interesting. It's really interesting. Yeah. No, that is interesting. And yeah, things you just don't realize until you're you're in it. Again, like yeah. I can totally relate to it with the podcast too. Like I think my testing is probably listening to my edited episodes, you know, over and over and going mm-hmm. crazy, hearing my voice over and over again. But <laughs> yeah, no, it's, ah, that is interesting. It just got me thinking. Yeah. Yeah. Throughout this whole episode, you've been giving advice to others, but is there any other pieces of advice or things you wanted to share for others, again, who are starting their own business, running their own business, anything that you've learned that you kind of want to pass on? Well, with anything that you're doing, you're going to end up at a point sometime at some point thinking like, okay, I want to, I don't, I don't want to do this anymore. This is crazy. Like, what am I doing? You know, if you, Mm -hmm. you're going to go through ebbs and flows, ups and downs with your business, and that's normal. People have the certain opinion that, oh, I'm going to do this. I'm not going to have any issues. And, you know, I know what I'm doing. You're going to hit a, you're going to hit a a point in the road where you're going to have problems or you're going to have to learn to how to resolve those problems on your own. And you're going to do it. It's not going to be smooth sailing the whole time, but you'll get through it. Don't make that point, the point that you give up on yourself and your business. You will get through whatever it is, whether it's figuring out taxes or uh, Mm -hmm. marketing plans, you will get through it. It's, it's not going to be all rainbows and unicorns throughout the journey, Mm -hmm. you know, and you have to kind of be able to take a step back and say, all right, this is a stressful moment, but because this is my passion, because I do want to make this part of my life, I've chosen to start this, like I'm going to continue and I'm not going to give up. So I would say, just don't give up. Do what you have to do to get through it. Work it out. Get somebody to help you. That's a big thing. Like I'm a little bit of a control freak and I'm <laughs> totally okay with admitting that. Mm-hmm. But ask for help when you need help. And I've learned that. I've learned that along this journey that I cannot control the universe. And there are some things that I will have to ask for help. And don't be too proud to do that. So right. that's 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 a big thing. Yeah. And I I think that relates even to how you're saying you'll have up and down moments, like even just growth on sales or on Instagram, social media, it's, you're going to have months or weeks or maybe even years where growth isn't that significant. But if you just keep going, right, like at some point, if it's truly your passion and you're truly driven by your mission, it's, it's going to work out in some way or another, you know, you just have to keep, keep believing in yourself. Absolutely. Don't ever stop that because the minute that you do give up on yourself, it's going to be the beginning of the end for you. Right. Right. Yeah. You know, just keep that in mind. Definitely. I agree completely. So the last question I end all my episodes with that, of course, I'd love you to answer is in this moment, what is your proudest accomplishment? And it could be related to sorcery candle or something completely different. Just kind of that first thing that comes to mind about your proudest accomplishment. Okay. Well, I would say that my proudest accomplishment thus far would be that I had the courage to finally move forward in something that was really important for me Mm. to do. It's like we spend all of this time working, you know, in the corporate 
world and working for someone else and making someone else potentially millions of dollars. And we kind of lose that sense that we deserve that same kind of success. Like if we're making it happen for someone else, we can make it happen for ourselves. And it's just coming to that realization that I deserve this, you know, and I don't have to be on someone else's time, you know, making them that money. Well, like, it's great. Like it pays my bills too, but it was having that courage to say, I deserve this. I'm going to make this happen for myself. I'm going to press forward and just do it. So that was a big thing for me thus far, taking that step, doing it and, and finding out that I could be successful at it, which was amazing. So that's like a really, really good feeling for me. Congratulations on that and everything you've accomplished with the business. And I always say it just makes me so happy hearing people who have found that thing that helps pay the bills because that's life, but also makes them happy, drives their personal mission and brings good to the to the people of the world like that is just so awesome that you found that. And I'm really looking forward to observing and watching and being a part of Sorcery Candle Company's future success and just following it on on your social medias. And congratulations to everything you've accomplished so far. Thank you so much. It means a lot. Yeah, no, of course. And before we sign off here, where can people find you and Sorcery Candle Company on social medias, website, shout everything out? Yes. So you can find my shop on Etsy. It's uh, etsy.com slash shop slash Sorcery Candle Co. That's all one word. And I'm also on Instagram at Sorcery Candle Co. And uh, Facebook as well at Sorcery Candle Co. And you can always like I totally would love it for people like if you're looking for a specific scent or whatever, you cannot find it, I will do a custom order for you. I will try to source those materials. And I love doing things like that for people. That's like a big thing for me. So awesome. Yes. Perfect. Well, I hope everyone checks out you and Sorcery Candle Company on social medias and your Etsy shop. And again, Regina, thank you so much for being on virtual coffee today. Thank you so much. It was a great time. 